I'm Scott Abraham from ABC7 in Washington, D.C. You know who it is. Travis Thomas Experience. This is Eric Edholm of Yahoo Sports. This is Mitch Tischler. This is Al Galdi, and you're listening to The Big Douglas Show. All right, this is The Big Douglas Show. He's the rapper Big Pooh. And today we double dip from the urban sports scene. Wale and Ray are with us. Fellas, what's happening? Good. Pleasure to be on, man. Pleasure to be on. What's going on? Well, I'm hey. excited to have you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get, athletes, get, get. athletes are in town. That's the, <laughs> that's, that's the new look. That's me excited, baby. Defense wins championships, Big Doug. Just remember that. I'm with you. I'm with you. Who get us started? What you got on your list there? All right, we got the RAS scores, the relative athletic score. Yes, I just found out what that meant. Um, for the Washington football team, 2021 draft picks. And first up is Jamin Davis out of Kentucky, linebacker, who has a RAS score of 9.94. And I'm assuming 10 is the highest you can go. So 10 is the highest. 10 is the highest. So we have this speed demon, this tackling machine, as we was alluding to before the recording started, an actual athlete at linebacker. Fellas, are you excited about this pick? I'm gonna let you go first because I don't want to be the, the homer. You know, you know, I'm the homer of the show of the Urban Sports team. So, <laughs> well, well, see, I just want to say I was the only person on our show to predict that Washington would make the playoffs uh, last facts. season. So that's facts. Okay, you know what but, you got, but, me. You got me. So, but, but you know what? I'm, I'm definitely not a homer. But again, athleticism. I think that was the theme of this draft for Washington football. Um, he's raw. Obviously, he has all the tools. Only one year starting, so I think it's going to take some time for him to develop. But it's a big change. It's a big change from what we've seen over the course of the last several years. So good first pick. And also, you went with the position of need. Mm-hmm. You didn't try to make a sexy pick because I think Tony was tempted sitting there, you know, the receiver from Florida. If you're looking to put points on the board, but you made the right choice and drafted a linebacker. No, I, I agree with Ray in this um in this aspect that um they definitely got somebody that fit what they needed to do. Um they needed speed in that linebacker unit, especially to match up with that defensive front. Like you can't have guys ballers like Ionitis, Payne, Allen, Sweat, uh Chase, you know what I mean? With that type of speed, even in the in your front four, you need somebody to match with that. So now you got a guy who can run sideline to sideline. And what I did like, what I do like is I like a guy who tests well. And he tests well in terms of some of his athletic attributes, right? But also for even that one year, I mean he balled out. Like that's one thing I like to see. I like dudes who play and play high on Saturdays, and you, and then you can match that up to what they can do running the 40 time or verticals or whatnot. But I mean, the dude had over 100 tackles. Dude had three picks, so it tells me he, he's good. He's in there in coverage. Um, he, he's a playmaker. That's just something this defense needs in that level to match up with Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Now you got speed. Like, you really have a fast defense. Tons of speed. Yes. Uh, they, when, you, when you count Will Jackson, I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Right, you got Will Jackson runs 4-3-9. Chase refused to run, uh, but everybody at Ohio State tells you he's at a 4-4 or under. Yeah. Sweat's at a 4-4 and under. Jammin's at a four, four and a half, I think is with 42. Four, three. Yeah, like a four, three. Yeah. Um, and then we'll get to him later, but that safety that we'll talk about later is a sub four, four guy. Mm-hmm. So 
speed everywhere. And I don't know what Holcomb ran, but he was a four five. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's like too. four 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 five. He was fast too. Yeah. He, he he was pretty fast. So I just think that you match up perfectly, and especially in the linebacker situation now. Um, you know what's going to happen with the other the, the third linebacker will be was what people want to, would want to know about. Will Landon Collins move to that position? Will they just you know get somebody else or maybe have an in house? Um, but speed wise, in that in that second unit of that front seven, I think it's I, to me it's something this team desperately needed for years, and they finally got it. Yeah, I think playing to their strengths, they'll be in a lot of four two five again this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so Landon Collins and Cameron Curl can both be on the field at the same time because that'll probably be their best best lineup for what they have. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's go to pick two. Uh, Samuel Cosme, offensive tackle, Texas. He actually has a RAS score of 9.99. That's number two. That is number two for tackles since they started charting Raz, whatever 20 years ago it was. Wow. Freak athlete. Freak athlete. Fellas, what, what, what do y'all think of Mr. Samuel Cosme? I wanted another pick. I won't lie. I, won't lie. I did want another pick. I think he's, he's, he's talented. Um, my question is that with the second pick, the second, the second round pick, usually typically you're looking at a starter and he, could possibly be the starter, but a lot of things have to happen. He's going to probably have to be. I, I thought that the team likes Sadiq Charles a lot, uh, so Sadiq Charles is a left tackle. Now they're going to probably compete. If you're going to keep, to my thing, if you're going to keep, say, uh, uh, Brandon Sheriff, which I expect them to keep Brandon Sheriff, regardless of what the reports are. You got him at guard. You just got Eric Flowers, so I'm guessing he'll be the other guard. Um, barring a co- again, maybe they have competition. Maybe he doesn't get the position. Um, then you and now you have left tackle. And that's a, that's a comp- that's a competitive situation between against Sadiq Charles and now you're going to have comedy out of uh, out of Texas. So say he say Sadiq Charles beats him out. Now my second round pick is a backup, which I'm not really cool with. But I get the talent because I know potentially next season, the year after, he'll probably replace Morgan Moses. Let's just keep that a hundred. Let's keep that a buck. He will probably replace Morgan Moses. So. There's a lot going on, um, but I, in terms of the talent, like you all, like you all have spoken, I think the dude is talented. Um, he's a guy that, to me, has the potential to be a left right tackle. Um, has that he has that he has that skill set. So it's a good signing in terms of talent. I'm just interested to see how it works out for next season. Why are we looking at immediate impact already? I'm, old, I'm an impact person. Yeah. I'm an impact player. I like it off look, the look, bat, bro. Look at the past <laughs> several seasons. You've had your most significant injuries up front on the offensive line. And that, that's crazy for a team that really struggled offensively. So I'm thinking that this is a good look, especially for the running game. Last season, was the running game good in y'all's opinion? You can nod your head, whatever. But they averaged a little over four yards a carry. And you look at a guy who that's to me, at least from watching him, that's his strength in Cosme that he can push defensive linemen down the field. And that's what they need. And you clearly have two good backs and Gibson and McKissick who can catch out the backfield. I think it's dope, man. That that screen game is going to be sick. And also, again, you have depth now. So if somebody gets hurt, it won't be panic mode. Yeah, I, I definitely think Cosme was picked not just to compete on the left side but to also, as you were saying, replace Morgan as a replacement for Morgan Moses in the near future um, and to provide flexibility because they like Sadiq Charles that they don't know if he's going to pan out at tackle or guard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they load them up, load them let them let them let them, let them fall where they're going to fall. Mm-hmm. P- PFF had an 88 percent pass rate grade on him the last three years in a yeah. row. I mean, his Madden score is amazing. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. 
<laughs> and, and I do think what, and I do between, think between him and Charles too. You know, you're looking at swing tackle. Yeah, because although they did add a tight end, I just don't see them running a whole ton of two tight end looks, which means maybe more swing tackle, athletic swing tackle. All right, here we go. Third round, Benjamin. Here. Benjamin St. Just, cornerback, Minnesota. He's Ooh. a tall. He's a tall fella. He's tall. Lanky. Uh, Lanky. <laughs> RAS score of 8.13, which I'll say about Mr. St. Just, fellas. Right, you can go first. <laughs> ah man, this is the this is the most difficult pick for me outside of Cheeseman. I know we're gonna get there, but um he's long, obviously he can defend, but again, we're talking about you know the the way that this football team drafted. You're looking at athletes. I'm not sure if he necessarily fits that mold. And I don't know if you want to take him so high. Um, I think you could have probably waited to get him. But the Big Ten is known, uh, well, they right for producing stellar defensive backs. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, Ohio be, State. you being a Michigan guy, right? Ohio State does. I'm not exactly. going to lie to you. Uh, he went to Michigan. He did go to Michigan. So and had issues in Michigan. So I'm just going to let you let that be known. I'm just, I'm just saying I'm going off the history. Just like we yeah. not Ohio State quarterbacks right yeah. for the history. We, we're I going agree. to go on the history on this one. I agree. We'll give, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But interesting pick, you know, and considering you end up getting somebody like Forrest later on, I, I don't I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be right. a wait and see type of approach. You know what I mean? I, I don't I think people think they drafted him to go to safety. And I don't think that's the case at all. I think he's that's a six three corner uh, that can play the boundary with eighty inch wingspan. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so he doesn't have to start at all. But imagine that imagine that guy and think about the corners that Ron has drafted yeah, before. You know the Normans and the Bradberries, long darn guys. He doesn't have to start this year. And then imagine if he can start in two years, and then you're able to kick uh, uh, thirty nine inside. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, he, he, they draft off traits, um, and, they and they stick to it. Long arm, tall, rangy guys. But I don't think he's going to safety like some people think. Yeah, I don't mm. think he'll be a safety either. Um, but I just don't. I'm not a fan. Again, he's one. I don't like the injury concerns because he had that in Michigan. So that's that bothers me too. Um, he's again. He's not. I would. I think you could have waited out later to get somebody like to get him. Um, but like you said, though, they have they are drafting off of you know, a particular kind of measurement to what they would think that's going to fit this defense. Um, he does have, when you look at him um, and you look at it and you think of a cornerback, you think, oh, he fits the part, right? We've seen guys uh, like in Seattle with the way Seattle has drafted cornerbacks like Richard Sherman and company. So he does fit the part where, you know, want to play in, in terms of like zone coverage too deep, you know, too deep. He fits that, right? If he jams, plays physical, uses, uses his physical attributes, he can fit that type of, uh, skill that type of defense. The thing is, is that will the trans will he be skilled enough to do it? Like you said, I don't expect him to start. I mean, to be that type of guy to play ASAP, but he can learn. I can I can see him play special teams a lot, obviously, and build that way. But um, and at the third, I wasn't excited about it. But I mean, in terms of the look, I got it. Like I I got what they were trying to do. Yeah, I think he's going to be one of them picks, like you said, that go on special teams initially, mm-hmm. putting Jimmy Moreland on notice. Um, mm-hmm. that you may not be on this team uh, mm-hmm. next season uh, because if they put him on the boundary and kick Fuller to the inside, and obviously you have William Jackson on the other boundary. Mm-hmm. So 
Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting what they do there. I was shocked by that pick as well. I I, I thought they were going another direction. But, but it's also it's about what you know. Coach Rivera stated though, it's competition. But I do, I do think it's intelligent competition. That's how that, that's how I deem it. Um, you're not getting a guy that say you could have you could have gotten somebody else that's was super was highly touted, and then you automatically think that this person can replace like a Jimmy Morton to your point, right? But you're getting the guy who's talented enough to, to to breed competition. Now people aren't in their feelings, right? You just think, oh, it's just competition. So I do like the culture he's bringing. He's bringing, he is bringing in competition. Even back to the thought process of uh, bringing in Comey with, you know, Sadiq Charles, it's still competition because basically it's like, okay, you two young dudes, you're going to battle it out. And because, and what's going to happen is because you guys are so, you're fighting for it so hard, it's going to make you better players. So same thing applies here. It's going to make Jimmy a better player. If, if folks have peaked Jimmy, he's about a, he's a motivated young man. So this is going to make him better. And it should make the, should make the, the young boy better too out of out of Minnesota. So, and seventeen games a year, depth is going to be more important this year than ever before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this 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 feels like a uh, Ron is bringing back a a college atmosphere, like a yeah. Nick Saban type mm-hmm. atmosphere where everybody is a no spot mm-hmm. is guaranteed unless your name is Chase Young or Terry McLaurin. That's what Coach Gibbs used to do. Coach Absolutely, Gibbs did the same thing. Absolutely, this is probably my favorite. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> coming up uh <laughs> round four diamond diamond i don't even know how to pronounce his name diamond brown wide receiver north carolina i didn't realize mm. he was actually six one um speed, speed. 8.38 and played the boundary at north carolina uh-huh. absolutely boundary receiver at north carolina this is um I'm actually go first on this one. Mm-hmm. I was excited about this pick. Uh, I watched a few North Carolina games, UNC games, and this is now because he's not a refined, refined route runner. He still enables you to put him out there to run the flies, to run the deep posts, to run up the scene, to give you the action that you don't necessarily have with a tight end at this point. Mm-hmm take the top off the defense to allow Terry McLaurin to work his magic, who's still fast underneath. Mm-hmm. And then Curtis Samuels to run the gadget play. So I'm, I'm, I'm very, very excited for what Mr. Brown is going to do. Um, and then you have Fitz, Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, whoever shows up, who will put the ball in the air. No more check go. down. No more check go. down Charlie's. We got <laughs> it's, it's the ball is going up. Now we don't know who it's going to, but it's going up. And to your point, Pooh, that's a whole lot of speed this season. I mean, again, talk about the speed. Everybody's under 4-4. Yes. Cam Sims will be the only guy that makes this team next year, right, that runs over a 4-4-40. Does does Gandy, Gandy Golden run? I what don't do think he, nah, he ran a four five. Four, he ran four five. <laughs> nah, I, I, didn't, I didn't think he was fast. I didn't. I didn't think I he was fast. Cause his, I don't, his, he's fast. I don't think field. he's going to make the roster. Oh, he's making the roster. Gandy's he's going to make the roster. roster. He's going to make, make the roster. He's going to make the roster. I'll take all that action. Yeah, it's because of potential. But really, you know, this is a different discussion. This got Turner. I'm concerned about still. The jury is out. All the speed we talking about, he better get it done. You better get it done this season. I'm, I'm, I'm know, not even you know he go ahead I, I, yeah I'm not even mad at Scott Turner like after watching because I, I got to watch a couple of games again mm-hmm. and I think that now he isn't his pops yet let's you know I'm gonna put that out there but I think he has more to be seen it's just that his quarterback play last year kind of limited what he was able to do because you remember Haskins, 
exactly. Haskins started what four games or something like yeah. that. Came in for another game or two, and then Alex Smith checked down Charlie. wasn't You know, he wasn't the Alex Smith pre-injury, obviously. So mm-hmm. he had to, you know, kind of modify. And then Kyle Allen, I don't really know where he is and why Ron yeah. Rivera loves him so much. So I, I'm, I'm with you. This season is the season I'm really going to judge Scott Turner. He has a quarterback that can push the ball down the field. He has weapons. The offensive line is going to be solid. And this is year two of Antonio Gibson playing running back full time. You don't get it done this season. I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm with you you about. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm not on the Scott Turner bandwagon. (laughs) If you follow me on Twitter, folks already know about me about that but i will say like there was there was some improvement you know he's still relatively young and play and calling plays too um like you said there were some games where he did a good job i'm not going to like act like he was all negative but it was all negative with him but there i mean back to the receiver there's a lot of speed that like you mentioned i'm on that on that uh on that football field with that within the wide receiver court but most importantly about brown is that I, again, I mentioned it before. I like dudes who produce. And Saturdays, he was giving you a thousand yards every season, and that tells me yeah. something. You're not playing in a small, you know, in a small division. I mean, small um, conference or whatnot. You're playing one of the big conferences in the country in the ACC, and you're putting up again a thousand yards. I think for three years, a thousand, a thousand yards. Yeah. So he has been productive. Um, he's done it at a high level. Now you're bringing that here with these young, with these uh, young unit, this young unit of wide receivers. I think he's going to make Terry better. Uh, he's gonna make. Uh, it's gonna allow. It's gonna allow Samuels to actually play his role. Uh, I was. I'm personally was fearful if he was gonna be just an outside wide receiver. I think now you can utilize him the way you need to utilize him. Like this now lines everything perfectly. So, and so, and then you just draft on depth. You can play the, the Humphreys as a possession receiver. There's just so much you can do. And to your point too about uh, Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, like he's gonna make Brown better. And, and he's going to make, I mean, he's going to make Terry better, but just because you're going to air it out. Receivers like, you know, they like when you give an opportunity to make plays, regardless of that quarterback is throwing picks, they do like that opportunity. They like that chance. So he's going to give Brown the opportunity to make big plays. I, 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 I love this pick. I thought this pick was probably their, their second best pick. I mean, it was, you know, I think, I mean, Jammin was the man and this is the second best pick. So I think this is, this is the pick to me where we talk, like we talked about scary Terry. This is what we're yeah. talking. Like we're going to be talking about Brown in that type of fashion, in my opinion. The fan base, I think, is uh, where you guys are at as far as the offensive coordinator goes. I will say, and Pooh knows this, we talk to the national guys, they feel differently. The Mm -hmm. national guys seem to be higher on what he can be and reminded us all the time about the quarterback situation. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, Pooh, you kind of brought this up too. And to you again, Gibson, we watched him. He he didn't see the hole perfectly, and that's because he didn't have a ton of snaps playing running back a whole nother offseason really are do wonders for him and, and again uh, McKissick ought to be running back too and then uh, I think mm-hmm. we're getting ready to get to uh, running back three here in a little bit uh-huh. well we have one of the I understand this pick after reading Emory Hunt's uh, draft guide but people hated this pick here <laughs> John Bates <laughs> tight end Boise State who has a horrible RAS score of 6.79. What did, what did Pooh, real quick, what did Emory say? Um, he is a he is gonna be a inline tight end. You know, I think people was expecting because uh Brevin Jordan, I believe, was still on the board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think people was expecting to get that explosive tight end that can run down the scene. He's not that guy, 
He's more of a blocking tight end. He's going to help you in the run game. He's going to, he's, he has good hands. He's a good possession receiver. He's not going to blow you away with his route running, anything of that nature. But I believe he was because they got that the Sammy Reyes or whatever his name is, the uh the guy who never played before, played football before. Yeah. That developmental project who they probably gonna want to, you know, put on the put on the practice squad. But I think this is one of them for the future. If they can get the experimental tight end to turn the corner, then they still have their blocking tight end, which they're sorely missing because they didn't have. Uh-huh. So I believe I, I believe it was too high. Yes. Absolutely. There you go. But I understand the pick. That's <laughs> all I needed. That's all I needed to hear. Your that Mel, was that. That was it right there. Right. Mel, Kuyper, that Mel Kuyper said, "There's not a tight end in the class with better hands other than Pitts, just for whatever that's worth." I, you could. They could have still got him. Like maybe un, he six seven and probably undrafted. Like you probably really, yes probably yes. undrafted. Yes. That was my, my issue. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't the player. It was like where where you got the player. I'm like, nah. You could have got. You could have waited. Like you, you could have waited, waited that out. You could have waited that out. Trade back if you needed to. If you were that, you know, if you really wanted him that bad, you could trade back, get that extra pick, and still could have got him down in, the, in another round. Like just don't do it in that round. That was my that was my thing. Yeah, he's he's this is gonna be if he's not playing right away, there's gonna be problems. Yeah, <laughs> there's gonna there's gonna be problems because no. he because he really he has no competition. <laughs> Who made this decision? This doesn't seem like a <laughs> this doesn't seem like a herny pick, right? And Martin Mayhew said, we, we, we're we drafting players that are going to play right away. So who who did this? This is Riverboat Ron right here. That's Ron. That's Ron. He's, he's, <laughs> he's looking for – I text Doug as soon as I saw the pick. I said, he's looking for another Greg Olson. That's, oh. But a diamond in the rough version, obviously. Oh, okay. He's, he's, obviously. You know, he's not <laughs> Greg Olson. <laughs> diamond in the rough. <laughs> somebody to sneak up on you and be like, oh, okay, I see what he was doing there. I don't know how that's going to turn out, but – he is more of an inline tight end than the exciting boundary tight end that mm-hmm. I believe everybody was expecting. Uh, here we go. Fifth round, Derek Forrest, free safety, Cincinnati. Right. He has a RAS score of 9.69. What we got to say about Mr. Forrest, fellas? Oh, I liked it. Oh, I like the pick. I mean, again, it's like value. I can, when I looked at him, I was thinking Cam Curl. Like, my mind was like Cam Curl. That's all I was like. I was thinking Cam Curl. I was like, you know what? This is a player that, if given given the opportunity, um, one, I think he will. I mean, playing preseason, you'll, you'll get to see what he can do because we'll have preseason to a certain extent. So when he gets to get getting the opportunity to do some of that, uh, being exposed and getting to see, we'll get to see his skill set. And, and and if he gets the opportunity to play with that front with that front seven, I think he he can show out. I mean, I do. I, I'm a fan of Reeves too, so. I think Reeves deserves an opportunity to be the starting safety for the Washington football team, but I think this is a kid that if he gets the chance, uh, he may get that split. He may he may get that slot. Ooh, I'm a college hoop. I'm a college college hoops fan, and Mr. Versatility. That's how I look at him. Mm-hmm. This dude can play all over the field. Mm-hmm. He takes great angles. He hits violently, which I love. love My only concern about him may be speed, but I think in terms of scheming on defense. I don't think that will hurt him as much, but the NFL game is faster. I expect mm. that it's going to take him a little time to adjust, just like most rookies. Mm. Quality backup for Reeves. Mm-hmm. So Doug, quality backup for Reeves. I'm not mad at you. Doug <laughs> loves Reeves. I love Doug Reeves though. Him. I love Reeves too. I'm not going to. I think he deserves an opportunity to be a starting starting uh, free safety. I think a lot of people they're like free safety. We need a free safety, and I'm like, 
you know what? Like he showed when when paired with Cam Cam Curl, they made a good. They were a good duo. Like they were really a good duo. And you could you saw the chemistry. Like you saw the how, chemistry. How good is the scheme that it made DeShazer Everett look like a top end free safety? Because that stunned me last year. So must DeShazer, be DeShazer, DeShazer the played, man. He was hitting. DeShazer, I, DeShazer was hitting. I wonder what's. No, I no, it's called. It's called. I'm about to be out the league, and I'm I'm desperate. That's what it's called. It's, <laughs> yeah. well, I all play with that. Yeah. I think uh I think Ron and, and and Del Rio did an excellent job of putting players in the best position for them to succeed. And I mm-hmm. think that was exactly. the that was one of the complaints players were having prior to is that the, the 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 coaching staff was trying to make them play that wasn't to their strengths. Yeah. And mm-hmm. going getting out of that three four was the first uh the first nothing. thing. Because they never had the players to actually be in that system, so. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, here, here come the favorite pick of the of the draft, <laughs> Cameron Long Cheeseman, it is. Long Jeez, Snapper, <laughs> Michigan, six round. Michigan, you already know. Eight point three seven. Hey, and this through the roof. You this was Michigan. actually part part of the run <laughs> on Long Snappers in that round, hey, apparently. Hey. Uh, you know, long snappers was getting drafted this year. Hey. I, this is one of them picks where I'm like, come on, man. Um, <laughs> y'all definitely could have picked him up as an undrafted. Uh, well, maybe not because somebody else drafted the hey, long snapper. But, yeah, yeah, but I this was the one that was the I was really scratching my head, like, what a long snap. This is like drafting a punter, yeah. like. This is this was you use that for a seven round compensatory pick or something. You don't pick a long snapper in the fifth round. He better be on the team for twenty years. Look, like. you got to make our punter happy. You got to make our Pro Bowl punter happy. You got to give him somebody with. Trust. You got to give somebody that he make sure he can get that inside the twenty. All right, he got he has to be protected. What I'd love to hear from Ron one time was what was wrong with Sunberg? I mean, did, would you really do that? Summer was great, man. I don't know. That's what I, that's, that's the oh. whole thing surprised me a little bit. Oh, no. That, that was weird. That was weird. Some, losing Sunberg was weird. Well, Very do weird. you have a scouting report on Cheeseman? Do I? Um, Damn I mean, we, had a, we have a great special teams, special teams unit. Um, very good in terms of our punting game is awesome, which is sad because we were bad every which way around. But I, he I was, was say, there's only one way you know how good your punting game yeah, exactly because we were doing a lot of it. Way. We were doing a lot of it. Okay, <laughs> a lot, a lot of it, like a lot of it. So to be honest with you, I mean, he's solid. I mean, I, I mean, I don't never, I never expect to like really focus on a long snapper. To be honest with you, I'm always on DBs and wide receivers when I'm watching my squad. But um. Yeah, he was solid. We never had any issues in terms of punting. Punting, our special teams was was solid. So I feel like in terms of this football team, you lose Sunberg. Um, I, I think he will be playing day one. Uh, I think he will be a starter um, in terms of that's our special teams. And he should be fine. I mean, I mean he's a long snapper. Let's be real. He's a long snapper. <laughs> Let's keep it a buck. Just make sure the ball turned the right way when it gets exactly. to, to the holder. That's make it. Sure it's right, bro. Make, that's sure, it. make sure it's right. Make sure it's right. Yeah, that was that was an odd pick. I've, I've I don't think I've ever seen a long snapper get drafted that yeah, I can yeah. recall. Yeah, me either. Uh, <laughs> next pick, William Bradley King, defensive end, Baylor, nine point one eight RAS score. Very excited about this guy. Real fast, lean, edgy kind of kind of guy. Reminds me of Smith Williams a little bit from last year. Mm, a guy mm. that uh, probably got hurt and was playing out of position a little bit in Baylor. Uh, I, I think they probably love him and what he provides just as 
five, six snaps a guy, a game type of guy. I like it. I think that this is something they desperately, desperately needed. They need another, they need a speed edge rusher to back up Chase and, and Montez. I think it's good. It's fits again, it fits the whole scheme of you know getting speed on the football field, speed on that team. Again, when you got guys like Deron Payne, Ionitis just on the inside, um, and Jonathan Allen, you know, clogging things up in the middle. It's you get an opportunity to get that one on one. You know what I'm saying? If you come in and get that one on one against a right, or probably it'll be a right tackle, and can beat them up, beat them on the edge. I think it's great. I think it's just to use use that speed, speed everywhere, all the way around. Especially when you're trying to rush the passer, I think it's perfect. I think this is the thing. It's about habit. Like my man said, depth. It's all about depth and having like similar roles in terms of what you have in terms of your strengths. Like you got speed rushers. You know what I'm saying? Who I mean, obviously have power too. We have speed rushers. You know, you're adding another speed rusher. I think it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what we got? I still, I still think they'll bring back Kerrigan for something. You think so? I do. Uh, you know, he can come back. I mean, as long as he, he knows his role on this football team, don't try to act like you're supposed to get more snaps. Don't do that. They don't seem I- committed to him. <laughs> it have been like, I think they'll do it like last year. I just Okay. Because he, he was starting to complain. He was starting to complain. Well, but I think he's been out there and seen what, okay. uh, you know, what the rest of the neighborhood looks like. And I'm okay. not sure he's getting any more invitations to go okay. to parties than what he's got here. Yeah. And if I'm him, why would I go somewhere else? You know what I mean? Just when the team that you've been with is actually starting to perform kind of yeah. well. Like and to be a backup, feels though, like too. you're leaving right when the party starts. That's yeah, right. that's the thing. It's like if you're going to be a backup, be a backup somewhere yeah. where you know. Yeah, so you, <laughs> like, I know, right? Like yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Like that was my thing. Like you want to leave, all right? Then you want to start somewhere, all right? I'm gonna find a starting gig. That's cool. Right. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not one to knock a man for getting the bag. Like if you can get some money, you know, I'm not going to knock you for it. But if you're going to go into a situation where it's a similar situation, you're a backup. You get limited. You're getting limited snaps. Then you might as well do that here. Might as well mm-hmm. come, come back and teach these young these young DNs how to how to be professional. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. that's your that's your worth at this point. Circle of life, Lion King. Circle of life. <laughs> the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> Washington followed up the William Bradley King pick with another DN, Shaka Tony, Penn State, nine point four seven RAS score. Um, I actually saw he had tweeted Shaka Tony tweeted out right before he was drafted. I just need an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to come in. He's, I think he's undersized. I think he's going to come in hungry, mm-hmm. speed rusher. I think he has some injury problems. Um, and I, he might surprise some folks. I, I think he was probably more tell, fit for a 3-4 scheme. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he's going to surprise some folks because uh, there's opportunity here, especially if Kerrigan don't come back or they don't pluck up a Justin Houston or somebody, you know, off, mm-hmm. the, off the free agent scrap heap. It's going to be a lot of opportunity for – Bradley King and Shaka Tony. Who was so. the West Virginia kid that got drafted by the Seahawks? You know who I'm talking about? A real, he was a real mm. lean edge rusher. Uh, that's why I've heard him compared to him for the life of me. I cannot think of his name now. You talking mm. about what year? You're not talking about this year. You're talking about what no, no, he, no, five or six years ago. Uh, from West when, Virginia. When, uh, yeah, the uh, uh, Bruce, Ir- uh, Bruce Irving. Irving. Oh, Irving. oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Bruce Irving. That, that's who I've heard. That's who I've oh, heard him kind of comp to a little undersized guy that. Uh, situational pass rush. Yeah, I mean, I mean, one thing I like about you know drafting him is that he's going to be battle tested because he went against good tackles. And I mean, you're going against some good tackles in the Big Ten. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, you guys are going to be playing on Sundays, so you're battle tested. You know what I mean in that regard. So you you just can't go out go go there on Saturdays and throw any moves to beat a to beat a tackle. I mean, to be a tackle in the Big Ten. That's what made. I mean, to me, that helped 
the maturation process with the Chase Young, the Bosa brothers uh, in Ohio State, usually pass rushers and that are, you know, in a higher program in the Big Ten, they're typically capable of make, making plays. So I th- what I liked about it is, okay, you to pick a person who has ability because he went against good talent because we all know, you know, talent t- t- going against talented do breed breeds beast out there in football. So I think in this in this mindset, you're getting a guy that has seen talent to tackle, so knows you know what I may be able to put a pick up a counter move or whatnot. This is how I got to beat this dude because he's seen he's seen he's seen talented dudes that are gonna play on Sundays. Absolutely. And then we have our last pick of the draft, Dax Maline. BYU. He caught a ton of passes last year. Um, he has a RAS score of 4.59. Who was he playing? Fullback? Yeah, I think <laughs> fullback. He he has a lower RAS score. Is he the supposed to be the ace back dude or something? I, his RAS score lower than the long snappers. That's not good. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, that that's, is not good. That's not good, man. Some people, <laughs> some people try to be practice squad players, man. I'm not, I'm not going to knock it. I mean, he's going to try to be a practice squad player. It's going to be desperate trying to make this team. Uh, we're going to learn a lot about these individuals, you know, especially later the later draft picks. Um, training camp preseason we'll learn a lot about him because i i don't i refuse, i don't like to personally say okay you're a seven rounder you've done this and you may not make the football team but you know once we see you on uh, in preseason we see you in a in, in a camp we get a good indication of what type of player you are you know what i mean like how competitive you are like when we saw jimmy we heard the stories about jimmy moreland but when we saw jimmy moreland on the football field in preseason we're like oh he got he got he got that dog he got that dog like that's you, you saw that not to say that you're gonna make it's gonna make you a pro bowler or it's gonna make you an all an all NFL, you know, all first team player, but we know we'll know enough about some of these individuals uh once we see them training camp preseason. I think uh I think the big thing that Ron and Cole was going for, especially when you get down to the bottom of the, the draft, mm. special teams. Yeah, I, I agree. But they believe agree. And, and and if you look at some of the rock like Steve Sims, uh some of them guys on the roster yeah. receivers, they don't play special teams. Yeah. And if you can't play special teams and you're not starting, you yeah. might not be here. <laughs> yeah. Steve Smith used to, he used to play special teams. He used to. And now he used to be I don't know what he does. Too, he used to be able to catch. He used to be able yeah. To he used to be able to catch. And uh, there's a lot of things he used to do. I don't know what happened. <laughs> now, a lot of people think that one of the best uh, acquisitions of the weekend, they only got one undrafted free oh, agent. Yeah. My God. That kid Patterson, you see he had a can, game I, with 400 yards and eight touchdowns in one game? Well, yeah, I think. See, this, yeah, I mean, see, you mentioned this, too, about uh, Gibson um, and about him, him being still new to the position of playing running back, and he missed a lot of holes and whatnot. Um, I think this is a kid that, if get, again, if given the opportunity – can show some people, you know what I mean? Um, we'll see if Gibson has, has improved. We, during this, uh, Towards the end of the season, Gibson didn't improve, so I'm not going to act like he didn't. Towards the end of the season, he improved in terms of vision and, and you know, be able to cut cut back. I felt bad for him because he got that injury right before we saw him improving as a, as a running back. Um, but I think this kid, you know, with some of the moves they made on the offensive line that we've, we've talked about, um, this kid, you know, from Buffalo could do something. And he's, and he's local, you know what I mean? He from, he's from the area. So I think you know and he's gonna have a lot, a lot of a lot too, right? 
Huh? Drafting it's interesting. They've done a lot of that too, drafting yeah, the area, which I wasn't called to doing before. And it's it has been, and to be honest with you, it's been good for morale for this team. I mean, you saw with Darby, him coming back home, he loved it. Uh Fuller, uh Chase Young. It's been good for this team to have you know homegrown guys on this football team because they grew up watching, they they know that you know this area is represented, you know. You know they represent Washington to the fullest in terms of football team. So I do think that it's a it's it's good to have guys like that because you you're not just representing your team, you're representing your city, your area. So and they take pride in that. So I think I think it's dope to have a kid like that. But on the football field, you watch some of his highlights. It's impressive. I mean, I know it's just highlights for for a lot of us because we didn't watch every game of him. But from highlights speaking, it's impressive. Like he looks like he looks the part of a real running back who has all the vision. Darren, Darren Sproles. I just mm-hmm. think of Darren Sproles mm-hmm. when I when I think of him. So mm-hmm. he, he, Ray, he's gonna have a place somewhere. Mm-hmm. Ray, I thought maybe they trade up for a quarterback. Were you surprised by that when they had that opportunity in the first? Um, I think once Trey Lance went off the board early, I think that, it, that idea was gone. <laughs> you know, I talked recently about them going quarterback in the second round. I thought that was a real possibility, but there were too many question marks. So you got your guy, like you discussed, Miss Magic. You have all the weapons. Save the quarterback draft pick for later. I think when they when Ron kept saying, I, I, I'm okay building up the rest of the team before I find that long-term mm-hmm, quarterback. Yeah. I think we all was like, you're lying. <laughs> like, no, I believe you. You're believe, lying. I believe Ron. I, I believe Ron. But I, <laughs> I was I was so happy that the run on quarterbacks in the second round oh, happened before they picked uh-huh. because <laughs> I didn't want Davis Mills. I didn't want Kyle Trask. I thought Kellen Mond would have been interesting, but not in yeah. the second round. So I was so excited and elated that they all went before we came up for the all second right. round pick. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Because it, it's so funny. I'm, I'm interested in you guys' grades, overall grades for this draft. Mm-hmm. Because I, I've, I've, you know, I'm jumping from site to site and I'm reading and, and Washington is getting pinged for not finding a quarterback of the future. And I'm oh, like, so you're supposed to reach? If, if, so stupid. If, I know. You're, yeah. if you're not in position to get one of the top guys or your guy, you're supposed to reach for any old quarterback? Yeah. Like, that's what messes. Or see, that's the thing that I. This is what I hate about the NFL. I hate that. Like this, I do. I, quarterbacks. I mean, I get you got. It's good to have your guy when you have the guy. But now we got to a point where we reach for everything. Like teams reach for everybody. Like Cincinnati did the same thing with Finley, and then all of a sudden the next year later they pick, they draft, they had to in uh, um, Burrow, right? They got Burrow, but it was a reach to get Finley. It was a reach. They just felt like they were desperate to get a quarterback. You know what I mean? So. I'm glad that Ron Rivera took the stance of I didn't get a guy that I'm in love with. It's all about, to me, in the draft, getting a quarterback, get a guy that you're in love with. Don't get a guy because you just need the position. You do that with other positions. Like, you do that with other positions. But with a quarterback, you get somebody that you fall in love with because the quarterback has so much responsibility on that offense, a unit. So you get a guy that you're in love with. He's If you're not in love with somebody, then don't go for it. So I loved it, man. I loved, I loved that take about Ron Rivera. It's like he gets his guy, the guy he wants. Regardless of what me, you, or whoever thinks, he gets who he wants. You know, that's mm-hmm. fine. I'd rather have that type of coach run this organization because we haven't had that in a long time than what we've had to deal with in the past some odd years. That's true. That's true. It's, it's going to be interesting. Ray, what's your, what's your grade for Washington for this draft? I took the poll, Big Doug. I, I gave it a B just like the majority. Um, yeah. I, do, I do think in terms of the division, right, because I think that's one of your primary goals is to win the division. I feel like 
they had the best draft in terms of fit because I, I, want, I want to say the Giants may have uh, got the most talent in the draft. But in terms of fit, I feel as though Washington, they, they won in the division. And that's already strengthening your defense, which is the best defense in the division. And then you also have argu arguably the best coach in the division. So I think this is a strong draft class. I would not necessarily give it an A because of some of <laughs> the, the head scratches that we already referenced. But in terms of your top pick, that which was the most important, I think you mm -hmm. nailed it. Um, we knew it was going to come down to linebacker, and, and that's what they did, which they needed to do. Like you said, they didn't reach. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. And then, of course, like I said, I love Derek Forrest. I think he's going to be a key contributor down the stretch. Maybe not early in the season, but down the stretch. You strengthen a defense that was already strong, man. They're going to they're gonna ball this season. The offense won't even have as much responsibility if the defense turns out how I think it will. What uh, – I talked about this a little bit. Where do, what do you guys think the uh... – a uh, reasonable record for next season is was tough uh because i don't, that's tough um last season um obviously seven to nine was the record um <laughs> this season oh man it's tough because i mean it, the division sucks i'm on a lot the division does suck um you can beat the eagles have kind of like tanked it anyway uh the giants i don't know why we can't beat the giants it kills me um I would say 10 and six is reasonable. I think 10 and six, um, 10 and six is fair. I think it could be 10 and six. If things go, go their way, 11, 11 and five. Ray knows me years ago. Cause I, you know, being a homer, I used to say 16 and 0 all the time, uh, but I'm just going to say <laughs> 10 and six. I'm going to say 10 and six on the safe side. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting. I, I, I told Doug, me personally, I, I still view this as year two in the mm. rebuild. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because the division sucks, seven yeah. and nine won a division. Mm -hmm. Year one of the rebuild, this is year two. So I'm probably looking at uh, eight and nine or nine and eight or whatever. This is That's right. 17 is right. That's right. It's one game, right? It's yeah. 17 game. I'm sorry. I'm fix yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So I, I, 10 7. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be probably a one or two game improvement um, because they do have the, the, the number one schedule, you know, being a division champ. Yeah. So the, but we don't know how that's going to exactly. pan out, <laughs> but uh, I, I definitely see this is years two in the rebuild. And um, I, I think it's going to be a pretty good year. It's going to be a lot of close games. Uh, yeah. It's, it's going to be a lot of close games and which is, which is good. At least we're not getting blown out. And, you know, <laughs> you know, people actually probably want to come see them play again. Uh, yeah. You know, them last yeah, I mean, year. They averaged like 20 points a game last year, right? No, I know. The average is like, like and a half they, actually, they actually averaged that much? Yeah, like 20. Yeah, yeah, like been, 20. Yeah. We barely got 20. We got 20. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't shortchange yeah. us. We had like 20. <laughs> hey, hey. How, how many national TV games this season, baby? Please, I don't want none, man. <laughs> uh, I bet you they actually get a good amount this year. I know. That's a shame. We're doing so Chase good. Young, Chase Young is I know yeah, we're doing so we're doing so well without them though. We're doing so well without them. <laughs> and, and, Why do and we no need them? That's a fan right there. He's scared. <laughs> He's scared, man. Yeah, scared. And, right. I am and scared. Don't forget Fitzpatrick's just pushed close to five thousand yards in, you know per yeah. season if you add them together the last two or three. So no, they, no. that Miami team was going to the playoffs. I'll oh, was I agree. Pulled, uh, Fitzpatrick. No, I'm I with you. I think they're gonna get two. I think they're gonna get two two games. Two. Yeah, they. I mean, they they're definitely gonna get a Thanksgiving game again. They they yeah, normally do. We do Cowboys. That. We do that. 
Um, and then they're going to give him a Monday night game this please year. Please don't. Please they're don't. Gonna give him Monday one. Night game. They're going to give him one. It's a new day. It's a new day. It's, yeah, I'm it's sorry. Different. I got, I got, I, I, I got, I got battle scars with that, bro. I got battle scars. It's not. It just hurts. Listen, <laughs> I, feel, I, I remember. Eagles, I rem- man. That's the game. I, I remember for that game. I was, I was in LA, and I was, you know, the game starts three hours earlier. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to this bar and watch the game. And I pulled up probably about 10 minutes after the game started, and I saw we was down two touchdowns already. Yeah. I didn't even want to order anything. I just I'm wanted to turn around and leave. I mean, that was like the massacre. That was like the massacre of FedEx. I, I'll never get that game day of my life. PTSD, I was like, baby. I know, man. It's crazy. LaRon <laughs> Landry. LaRon Landry. I know. LaRon was that's my man. LaRon was my man. Oh, I'll never get that. I'll never get that. LeBron oh, Landry, the 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 defensive version of David Boston. He was built yes. just like David Boston. Yes, he was. Facts. <laughs> Big pop and pump, baby. Yes. Holly, you hear me? Brandon Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs ran him over, and it was it. That was it for him. Well, fellas, man, we appreciate y'all coming on, doing the rundown with us today. Please let the people know where they can find you, Twitter, Instagram, you know, what you have coming up next, and so forth and so on. Yeah, um, thank you for uh, having us on. We appreciate it. Uh, you can follow me on uh, on Twitter, um, wo- at Wole underscore USS. Also, you can follow the Urban Sports Scene handle at Urban Sports Scene. We have an Urban Sports Scene podcast, which covers up mostly all the sports teams in the DMV. Um, so we, And we have our live show um, every Tuesday at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Just uh, hit us up at uh, www.urbansportscene.com to check us out. And we're also part of Amplifier Media, um, so we we trying to we trying to rotate, do big things, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. If you haven't checked them out, uh, this was just a little bit of fun compared to what the fellas are doing over there on their show. Huge fun. They're always having a good time. I love the show. We got to get you back to talk Wizards play in. Oh, oh that's right. That's, <laughs> that's 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 my that's thing great. right there. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Beat my Lakers already, man. They, they, <laughs> my Lakers <laughs> trash right now. LeBron's bro. big mad about the playing. Uh, he should though. It's stupid. I've, I've always said the playing game was stupid, but he's mad now. But I've always said the playing game. You was know, stupid. it's not stupid for what the league wants. They yeah. want competition from the time the season starts to the time the season yeah. ends, oh, and this this provides. It's only probably about two or three teams that you know are tanking. Man, Houston. Yeah, I know they tanking. They tanking. Cleveland. OKC, baby. OKC, they tanking. But everybody else is, they're, they're within they're within reach, so it, it breeds they a different... Are, but it's like you're not valuing Listen. a season. Like, ten, a 10 seed is about to can get into the postseason. It, I'm like, if you really? notice, if you notice, <laughs> the only players slash teams that talk trash about the play-in mm-hmm. are ones that weren't Near the play-in, but now they're slipped. That yes, happened sir. with Dallas and, and, and Mark Cuban and Luca. Now yeah. it's happening with LeBron. When y'all was oh. three, four, two. Oh, I've always talked about it. With, with, oh. nobody, with nobody. I've they, always talked about LeBron it. LeBron had nothing to say about a play-in when he was in that top six. Now, now, I'm not, not going to speak for him because I know, he, I mean, he, LeBron, LeBron. I know Ray and I talked about it. I was like, I was like, I don't even get this. I don't even get this crap. <laughs> no, no, it is, it is a bit confusing. But when you think about COVID and the quick turnaround and guys were injured, like Russ wasn't himself to start the season. I feel like it's only fair to allow teams that maybe they started off slow due to injuries, due to the quick turnaround, to get an opportunity at the end. Look at what that did last season in the bubble for Phoenix. Phoenix ball, they almost got in there. 
Yeah, it shouldn't shouldn't have either. Yeah. But I, I enjoy watching Phoenix though. They a similar have scenario, it. similar. Well, I know, I know, because you're a Wizards fan, so it defeats the purpose. The Wizards weren't in it, you wouldn't have. I'm the man, on the man, baby. <laughs> you're a Wizards fan, so that's why you're doing that. I don't even want to. You're like LeBron. You're like LeBron on the flip side. Like I don't want to hear that. <laughs> man, fellas, we appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all. Look, can't wait to have y'all on again, and y'all have a a good one. Thank you, thank you. We appreciate Thanks, it, you, brother. That's a date. All right. All right.